Welcome. You're listening to the Across State Lines podcast. Your host is my sister, Rebecca Klein. She's a professional tour guide who's been all across the USA meeting all sorts of cool people. Our goal at this podcast is for Rebecca to interview a friend from each of the 50 states. I'm the podcast engineer, Noah Klein. You might hear me talk during the show a little bit. So please enjoy the show and welcome to Across State Lines. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Across State Lines. This episode is going to be based all about Georgia. I've got uh, my friend Rachel on the phone with me right now. And um, Rachel, you want to say hi, introduce yourself? Hey. (laughs) Hi, I'm Rachel. Rebecca, thank you so much for thinking of me to represent yeah. Georgia today. Yeah, yeah. On your for podcast, sure. but uh, yeah, so so excited to be here and to chat with you. Great. Um, okay, so Rachel is my friend. We met in North Carolina um, a while ago. <laughs> Who oh knows my when? God. Yeah, but I mean, a good amount of time. And, um, she was my friend. She is my friend. <laughs> and, um, we lived in uh, North Carolina together for a few years, cross paths, and we always have, have us have a great time when we hang out. And, uh, eventually at some point in our friendship, you moved to Georgia and you met a dude and made a big life decision and made the drive down south, a little further south. Uh, into the great state of Georgia. And I've been to Atlanta a lot, and that's where you're based, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm in, I don't live in the city anymore. I did when I first moved here, um, but I'm in a suburb kind of five miles outside of the city. But yes, Metro Atlanta. Okay. Metro mm-hmm. Atlanta. And I hate to admit it, but that is pretty much other than like Augusta, Georgia to go to Final <laughs> Cut. Do you know what Final Cut is? Have you been there? Final Cut? Okay, like- so for all the listeners out there, there's a shop called Final Cut in Augusta, Georgia, where all the anthropology and urban outfitters clothes and furniture go to die. Uh, like everything that didn't sell and all of the um, samples and all that kind of stuff. So I would stop in Augusta at Final Cut sometimes on my drive home to North Carolina and stop there. But other than that, like other than leading tour groups through Atlanta and going to final cut, I don't really have like a really firm grasp on Atlanta and its culture and like what it's like to live there. Um, So that's where you come in, Rachel, you're going to tell us what the real deal is. Um, But to start, it's from what I can gather about Atlanta is living right outside the city in the suburbs is really normal. Like, a lot yeah. of people commute into Atlanta for work and then commute home. Is that is that true, you think? Or is it getting, like, more popular to actually live in the city? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, timely, timely question. Really astute observation. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's true, but it is changing. I mean, now it is, like, everyone is migrating into the city. So, like, the big thing here in Atlanta, is, it's called – ITP and OTP, which means inside the perimeter and outside the perimeter. So basically wow. around the city is... Sounds militant. Yeah. <laughs> around the city is kind of a big loop called 285, which is an interstate. It's kind of a belt, like the beltway, the belt line. I yeah. I probably had one too. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. But I'm originally from like the DC suburbs of Maryland. And so we have the beltway. So it's like, you know, the road that goes yeah. around the city. So if you're inside the perimeter, if you're inside the perimeter, ITP, it's like in town, cool, great restaurants, walkability, city life. If you're outside the perimeter, people just like think it's like the country or think it's like might as well be Tennessee. And like, yeah, basically, like when I first moved here, I lived ITP in Buckhead, which is like really nice part of Atlanta. I had Mm -hmm. like what a five minute commute to work. It was great. Um, but then, you know, life happened, uh, yeah. Lord kind of kicked us out and he was like, I'm going to sell your condo. The market's so hot right now. Um, my spouse was like, we should buy. And what we could afford was not ITP. So, um, yeah, we live in Smyrna. It's like a fine neighborhood outside of the city. But if I had my druthers, 
I would be ITP, but um, yeah, there's like, everyone wants to be in town now, um, but it's just like the affordability thing is going on. And um, it's crazy. It's like, it's something I really do like talking about because I interviewed a friend from Kentucky and then I also interviewed a friend from DC and the contrast of rent prices is insane. And I'm out here in Los Angeles and you know, it does in California, it feels like it doesn't matter where you live. You could live like where, where you want to be and pay such and such dollars, like $2,000 a month for a one bedroom apartment. Or you could live like in, you know, somewhere not so hot and still pay $2,000 for your one bedroom apartment. So it's kind of like, what's the difference? You know, like, why not just like, but I mean, it's just, it seems outrageous around the country. And then there's like little places where it's like, it's still like a secret. Like you can still live there for cheap. Yeah. Yeah. And like the thing about Atlanta is like, this was all like, this is all like entrenched in like racism and structural racism (laughs) basically you know they there was like everyone coexisted together then there was like white flight when like neighborhoods started changing yes so all the white people moved to the suburbs pretty much and then um, yes marta which is our uh, metro system um which being from dc like which has the best metro subway yeah like um, yeah, you know, transit system ever coming here. There's like, basically there's no Marta outside of the perimeter because that was like on purpose. That was deliberate to keep like, you know, oh. people from coming out to the suburbs, like people that right. are different or people of color or poor. People. Yeah. So you see that kind of crap in, um, in North Carolina too, like that you can get, like you can bus around Wilmington, North Carolina, no problem, but there's no bus to get you to the beach. You know, yeah. like there's no like transportation to get low income people to like recreational areas. You know, it's just like or just like nice places, you know, like you can't get there unless you have a car and that yeah. you, it's very apparent what's going on. It's pretty crappy. Yeah. So this is all, you know, by design. And so the big thing in Atlanta now is traffic, which like, you know, right. it's, we're known for just like horrible traffic because you're right. Everyone's coming in and out. Um, and Marta sucks and, you know, right. we, don't, we have like cars everywhere. It's not a very bike friendly city. Although we do have this thing called the Beltline now, which is supposed to connect. It's like a kind of like the High Line in New York. It's like a glorified yeah. sidewalk thing that's going to connect all the neighborhoods and you can bike and walk. And, um, but yeah, I mean, so every, everyone says like, if you're going to live in Atlanta, you should live like close to where you work. Um, right. but because of you know, sky reality. Yeah. And, and prices. And I always say like, you know, thank goodness we're not near a body of water. We're so landlocked here because if we were like San Francisco or something like forget about yeah. it, like no yeah. one could afford to live here. But I have to say, you know, compared to where I'm from in Maryland, DC, like uh, the house that we got, like we could have never afford it if it was up there. Like the cost of living right. is still pretty good. Like comparatively, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I worry for people, um, maybe people who are socioeconomically disadvantaged who might get displaced due to like gentrification and stuff. It's, it's yeah. really sad. Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. I know. Um, <laughs> you're like, tell me about Atlanta. I'm like, it's, it's terrible. And everyone's going to get displaced. And, um, you know, no, but it is a real, it is a real issue. And it, like, I have been traveling for so long and then, you know, places that are cheap are not so great. And then places you want to be, urban areas where there's a lot of culture, of course, you know, the rent's higher and it makes it more difficult to access those resources when you can't live there, you know, like it's a challenge, but yeah. Um, yeah. I but will you guys, say though, yeah, yeah, I was just going to say we have, you know, a new mayor, you know, a new city mm-hmm. council, you know, that all that stuff. So, and I, I work in the public sector, so, like, I'm kind of more involved, but, um, you know, those people, we have people, I think, who are, and I hate this word, I can't believe I'm about to say it, but sometimes (laughs) it's so appropriate, people who are woke and, um, you know, kind of paying attention to this stuff, so. And you, it's kind of your job to pay attention because you work in the public school system, correct? Yes, yes, I work in, in like, the city schools, so, um you know, there's a lot of districts kind of around the metro Atlanta area, but I'm, I'm focused in the, in the city of Atlanta schools. Right, right, right. 
Um, cool. So are there, are there good access to public, like are the public schools performing okay? Or is it kind of what's happening in a lot of California where there's charter schools and there's private schools and there's just like a lot of different options and different things going on? Or is it like generally the general public goes to public school in Atlanta? Yeah. So like the, like the thing about Atlanta that's so interesting is we basically, we have a road called I-20 that kind of splits the city in half. And so mm-hmm. above I-20 is like Buckhead, North Atlanta, Midtown, which is kind of more affluent, yeah. um, you know, access to, you know, high quality early child care, like anything you could want. Below I-20 is like food deserts, medical deserts, like intergenerational poverty. And so unfortunately, like basically the public schools above I-20, like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're really high quality schools and there's a lot of parent parent involvement below I-20. Historically, they've been really underserved. So, right. I mean, now is a narrative where that we're trying to like make every school a high quality school and every yeah. seat um, a high quality seat. Um, but, you know, we're not there yet. It takes time to do like transformation. Um, Atlanta right. had a pretty serious cheating scandal about 10 years ago. So... Um, we're trying to kind of like, you know, say it's a new day um, yeah. for our students. I actually, I think that most of our schools, you, people would be surprised, like have really like good teachers are child centered. Um, but we still have a lot of people who live in town that maybe are not choosing Atlanta public schools, either because of, you know, the cheating scandal or maybe, you know, other reasons or fear or something, or they're just not mm-hmm. you know, familiar enough but yeah we have a whole portfolio we have private schools charter schools public schools mm-hmm. we even have partner mm-hmm. schools where we're bringing in like charter operators to like operate the public school <laughs> um mm-hmm. so, i mean at the end of the day you have to do you know what's best for your kid i don't have kids yet but yeah um, yeah i have a dog <laughs> <laughs> but um congrats yeah <laughs> um so yeah i mean it's it's interesting it's all interconnected though like uh, and that's like that's part of the cool reason why I love Atlanta and why it's maybe different than why like some of the other states I've lived in or cities I've lived in like Raleigh and, and uh-huh. Maryland where I'm from is like I don't know here you get to just be so involved like I don't know if it's because it's like the history of the civil rights movement right. or like right. the birthplace of Dr. King or something but it's sort of yeah. like you know, everything's interconnected. Everyone really like cares um, about like the city and the city's future, the, like the legacy and then like the future. And so, yeah, politically and stuff, it's been interesting to watch. I'm sure like even from afar with like Stacey Abrams, Mm -hmm. just like, you know, Mm -hmm. all eyes kind of like sometimes are on Atlanta and, you know, Yeah. And I was going to say, like, um, so when I think of Atlanta as a tour guide, when I have to go down, when I, when I go down there, um, we usually stay like right on that, um, Olympic park. What is that called right there with the, oh yeah, Centennial uh, Olympic Park. Yeah. Centennial Olympic Park. And then there's the aquarium and there's a Coca-Cola museum. But the other thing I've also noticed about downtown is there's always like a lot of filming going on. Like it seems like there's like an element of like Hollywood in the city as well. Is that accurate or is that kind of like few and far between? Because there's a lot of, isn't there a lot of filming going on in that yeah. city? So, yeah. I mean, Atlanta is the Hollywood of the South. Is what they call mm-hmm. it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're, I think, number one in the, like, film industry, maybe domestically now, like, surpassing L.A. and New York, maybe. I'm not sure. Like, maybe Wow. That second. seems like a tall claim. But, yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> second to Toronto or something in North America. But, Yes. I mean, film industry is booming. Like jobs are here. People are moving here from LA. Like Hollywood producers are coming here. Like what's the appeal? Is there a big tax cut or something like that? Yeah. A crazy tax credit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And yeah, yeah, really, really good incentives. Um, So yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, unfortunately I heard someone, I heard a producer talking the other day, like, I guess we don't really have the homegrown talent yet or the content yet like we still yeah. have to bring that in from LA and stuff but you know the yeah. infrastructure and everything else um we have right so like the the um the people actually working are probably transplant people it's not like homegrown 
yeah. cameramen and like all these kind of like costume designers and stuff like that. It's all people coming from other places to exactly. get the job done, exactly. which is yeah, not so beneficial to the economy, but but good. It's yeah, step in the right direction. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. What else? Um, what else do you think Atlanta's known for? Like, I can tell you that I've been to Varsity a bunch. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and there's usually a school bus full of kids there, and yeah. it's kind of crazy. Um, and, it's so you know, shameful sometimes when you go there. Like, it's like one of those things of like, I hope I don't run into anyone. But like, <laughs> okay, so for people who aren't list, like, aren't aware of what Varsity is, like, I feel the same way. Like, I had a coworker. Um, that I've recently met, um, at my, my little gig that I'm doing right now in LA. And he was telling me, like, we couldn't, I couldn't remember the name and he couldn't remember what I was talking about either. I was like, you know, like the old fast food place with the hats. And he was like, no, no, no. And I was like, okay, maybe it's not ingrained in Atlanta culture as much as, as I was like convinced that it was. But um, it is. It's an institution. It's an institution. It's it's an institution. It's like where you get like, you know, you've had the worst day ever and all you want is like greasy, like terrible food for your arteries. It's like I need to go to the varsity. So, yeah, I mean, you get hot dogs, chili dogs, fried um, pies, fried pies, milkshakes, onion rings, Mm -hmm. fries, Mm -hmm. uh, chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets. But the whole thing is like, yeah, the, 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 it's sort of like when you go to Philly and you have to order a certain way, like they, yeah, steak, you know, they say, what do you have? What do you have? And you have to be like ready to like know the lingo and be able to order. But Oh, and there's like 12 registers and there's like, every line is like super long for some reason. It's like, it's like in and out on crack. Like, yeah, it's a lot. And there's like multiple dining halls with like CNN playing because you guys are the CNN headquarters or you were. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. And there's usually a school group there. There's like yeah. 50 children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I went there like sometimes it's like once someone like says it to you, they're like mm, varsity and you're like, oh, my God, I have to go there. And then like <laughs> you end up like making a date to go there. And it's like you can't think about anything else until you have it. Like get your pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have it at the airport, too. So if anyone's passing through, which Atlanta has the world's busiest airport. I'll That's right. That. That's right. Hartsfield, that is Jackson, true. Um, they have varsity in there so you can indulge. Right. What else? Um, mm-hmm. What are the other food staples of, of Atlanta or just Georgia in general that maybe make it different from from the rest of the south or the rest of the country? Like different sauces different like what do you mm. what do you know about like what's what is your go-to yeah well like because I'm like a Yankee that moved to Raleigh first <laughs> and then farther south too yeah you're um, like checker you're like a checkerboard piece you're like yeah. just hopping down um, but I have to say it's home I don't think I'll ever go back up north again like I'm just too used to the nice people and the cost of living and um, yeah. yeah everything like that but um sometimes the food starts to blend together. I'm like, pimento cheese. Like, did I like, is that from Raleigh or is that from (laughs) Atlanta? Atlanta? Because like we have all that here, like fried chicken, um, you know, pimento cheese, delicious biscuits, biscuits. um, Sweet tea. Don't forget sweet tea. I mean, I will say like Chick-fil-A is kind of an Atlanta staple just because they're headquartered here is that true it's true. Is headquartered there they have one here in um I've, i think that it's been here for a few years maybe five or six years but they have one in la too so yeah. it's made it all the way out west yeah. which is kind of crazy like yeah yeah it is I, yeah yeah <laughs> it's like you know controversial place but like really really good chicken um I mean, there's like the iconic Atlanta brands when it comes to food, like Coca Cola. Right. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, barbecue is is huge. Um, there's that's like, that pulled pork par- barbecue is what you're talking about. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Right. Pork barbecue. Um, Are they crazy about their sauces? Is it is it vinegar, mustard, or you know ketchup or? honey or whatever or is it just anything goes not as much as in North Carolina like I think here is like kind of like a hodgepodge like there's a lot of like maybe Texan influence so whatever the mm-hmm. sauce is that they do in Texas I think has carried or Nashville Over. maybe yeah has carried yeah. into here um 
but yeah, I mean, there's like like Brunswick stew is like a big thing. Everyone eats. Okay. Frito pie is really big, where it's like basically like chili with Fritos in it. Um, oh, Frito pie. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, Frito pie. Um, yeah. Yeah, like burgers are huge, iconic kind of burgers around town. Um, Holman and Finch burgers, like pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know why. Like I spend a lot of time eating, but for some reason I can't think of like that's pretty good. I eat a lot, but that was a good um, list. That was a good list. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's like there's great restaurants. I mean, it's not as like I remember in Raleigh being like, ooh, like the new restaurant is opening and everyone knew about it. Like not as yeah. much here with the food scene. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's definitely, it's definitely like a foodie town and there's great chefs and you know, everything like that. Uh, what about like annual events? Like, are there any staples of Atlanta that are, that you look forward to every year or um, like uh, summers are so hot there. Is there like a, is there mm-hmm. like a summer cool down culture? Like, are there, you know, like, are there public pools? Are there fountain parks? Are there, like, events around the city that kind of, like, help out with, like, I don't know, just, like, entertainment, I guess, is what I'm asking. Yeah. Big, big events like that. Is there anything like that that stands out? Yeah, people are, like, people are definitely still out and about, even in the heat over the summer. Um, Yeah, pools are open, fountains are open in Centennial Olympic Park, like you said, Piedmont Park. Um, tons of music festivals like music midtown is like a huge one and they usually pretty much have like a pretty big artist like bruno mars comes to mind i think he was oh, wow. last year or something so that's in piedmont park which is kind of the equivalent to central park um sports teams are huge the Braves. oh yeah and... yeah we went to a braves game together yeah that was yeah. pretty fun i that was actually one of the nights i was really early in my tour guiding season that year and um, whenever I started tour guiding season, I questioned, what am I doing in my life? Why am I doing this? <laughs> and I dropped my group off. I had a smaller van. So it was it's a van that can fit into a normal parking spot. I didn't have my trailer. And I, like, w- dropped off my group, gave them the tickets and stuff, and then I was going to go park and come meet them. So Because, you know, you do end up having to walk really far away or whatever it is. And they wouldn't let me park in the normal lot. And I didn't know where to take my quote unquote commercial vehicle. So I was just driving around like a maniac, like in tears. And then I finally like found like someone nice. And they're like, you can just park right here. Like, and like, like pretty much by the front door. They're like, they like saw that I was like losing it. And they're like, just, you're fine. Just leave it right there. Okay. Have fun. <laughs> like, I let definitely me in. remember there being <laughs> drama with that band. Yeah. yeah. It's hard, especially in the city. But anyway. Yeah. But the Braves game was cool, but I have to say it was a little nerve-wracking because they did, like, the Native American, like, drumming. Uh, yeah. And, like, I don't know. You'd think we've evolved as a culture, but apparently Yeah, not. and their whole thing, too, is, like, a tomahawk chop, like, that, yeah. like, to me, resembles, like, the, like, Hitler thing, you know? And oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's it's kind of, like, uncomfortable. So that is, like, the one weird thing that sometimes I forget about is, like, I am in Georgia, and I'm, like, yeah. Jewish person and like you know Atlanta's <laughs> but cool. Atlanta Jews are like kind of a thing yeah like it is yeah like, Atlanta's progressive like tons of Jewish people here but like it's sort of like you don't leave the Atlanta bubble to go to like the rest of the state almost or like yeah I don't I mean I think there's definitely there's Jewish people in Macon um yeah just as like there's Jewish people in Birmingham Alabama there's like a big Jewish population there but like sometimes I'm like oh my god I'm in Georgia like I'll forget and then yeah remember um <laughs> that I'm in, a, in you know a red state or like in a you know yeah. a different climate yeah so. so do you really not get out and like do you ever go to the mountains or like enjoy the nature aspect of Georgia or are you pretty much going home to do anything like that yeah or... I've been to the mountains in Georgia they're beautiful yeah um, I've been to the to savannah you know oh right i um, forgot about savannah yeah savannah's, savannah's in georgia savannah's cool it's, it's cool <laughs> it's like a charleston-y like fun place it's um, creepy too it's got all those ghosts yeah i like so, savannah it's got like so many of those beautiful squares with the fountains mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and it's got scat it's got uh savannah college of art and design yeah. and 
a good thing, cool thing about Savannah that I know is that they have a nice partnership with the, with the art school and the art school has, um, revitalized a lot of the older buildings and they use them, they use them for dorms, they use them for classrooms and they just use them for like public, public displays of art or like whatever. Yeah. And that city is like pretty, pretty cool. Like there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. A lot of art influence and a lot of good food. Yeah, yeah. steeped in history, like very cool. And then like there's beaches there. Tybee Island is right there. The, yeah. The one I have not been to, everyone talks about how beautiful it is. Um, Jekyll Island and St. Simon's Island, Georgia. Apparently okay. like, really beautiful nice. islands. I haven't made it there yet. But yeah, I mean, people do like in the fall, you go apple picking in LJ, which is up north. A lot of people will do that. And then, right. you know, summertime. Like I definitely though, I'm like, I think in in my experience i love atlanta as a city the most it's the coolest city like the cultural capital here the music scene like it's the best city for me professionally too like yeah it's just people here are so nice like in washington dc for example like not like i'm ambitious or like you know thirsty but like you can't (laughs) do like anything unless you're related to someone or have a rich dad or something like here in Atlanta, they're like, oh, like Arthur Blank, who's the owner of the Falcons and Home Depot in Atlanta and United, like you can be in a room with him. Like anyone can be in a room with him here in Atlanta. It's like the wow. weirdest, coolest thing. So like as a city, Atlanta is by far the best city ever. As a state, <laughs> I have to give it to North Carolina. I love North oh, Carolina okay. as a state. I just feel like, you know, you remember like the um the triangle area, the like the beaches, the Asheville, yeah. like, I feel well, there's like a, just yeah, there's a big so dive more. Yeah, there's a big, like, you can drive a little bit in this direction, a little bit in that direction, you get, like, a different feel, which is kind of like what it's like in California. But I guess in Georgia, it's really got that, like, lush, green, humid, crickets chirping, like, mm-hmm. like you know, like, and that's pretty universal no matter where you go, unless you get yourself all the way out to the coast. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think- Atlanta, Metro Atlanta is like the driver, the engine of the state. Everything else is yeah. like pretty rural with the exception, like you said, Augusta. Like I actually went to Augusta for the Masters golf tournament, Oh, um, which was really, really cool. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, but I think that's it. Like that's it. That's in Augusta <laughs> besides that final cut. Um, which yeah, I yeah. know about is that like a thing that people know is in Augusta? I don't know how I think um, our friend Brittany told me about it oh, when yeah, I went yeah. there and it's very hit or miss like it's very it's cardboard boxes like just full of stuff and yeah. so you can go in there and score or you can go in there and just spend like 45 minutes and walk out with nothing so yeah. it just depends but it, the fir- I think if you have a if you want like um you know like a velvet teal um like couch or something like if you want like like a giant like if you want like a headboard that's like as big as the wall of your bedroom (laughs) you know and like like stained like six different ways you know you can go there and get something very anthro looking yeah but yeah um good to know but yeah i don't want to um like shit all over the other counties (laughs) in georgia (laughs) Um, because admittedly I have not been and explored them more yeah I will say like it's metro land like it's sort of you don't really need to need to leave or explore unless like there's maybe a reason to oh one thing I will say Athens where UGA it like everyone here is like obsessed with University of Georgia okay um football and SEC and and all yeah do they do well every year yeah yeah yeah. yeah, Georgia, UGA, they pretty much make it to the championship like every year. Yeah. Well, let's talk more about that then. So there's obviously we talked a little bit about the Braves. You also mentioned the Falcons, and now you're talking about university sports. Um, I feel like that's like a big pulse of like the culture there. Like, are are people getting together to watch the games? Are people talking about them the next day at work a lot? Like, is that kind of driving like you know like your work week like oh there's a game coming up oh there's a thing is that something you're into or your coworkers, or how does that play out at, at, like in your day-to-day yeah co-workers colleagues like everyone is it's like college football is like the thing and it's like <laughs> I'll even be in the elevator and they'll be like talking about the coach of UGA like they know him personally they'll be like oh yeah coach said like they're really, he's really <laughs> nervous about playing like Clemson this weekend or something. <laughs> like um, they just got off the phone with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So personally, like 
I'm not so into it, but yeah, it is pervasive. Like people like wear the clothes. They have like their offices decorated UGA stuff or like, And they didn't necessarily go to that school or they did go to those school that school. Um like yes and I would say like both, like a hybrid. Like yeah, like a lot of people did like that is their alma mater and a lot of people are just like I love Georgia football and like a lot of people here love Alabama football too. Um, mm, and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's our neighbor and stuff, but yeah, college football is topic of conversation. Falcons mm-hmm. when they're winning. Um, mm-hmm. no, the, the big thing is we just got a new stadium. So like you they, did. Yeah. A new football stadium. Cause you just mm-hmm. got a new, you just got a new baseball stadium. Like, exactly. And yeah. now you have a new football. So there's money in yeah. Atlanta. There's money in Atlanta. But, like, unfortunately, like I was sort of talking about before, it's, like, unequal. Like, like I think the latest I've read is, like, Atlanta is the number one city for income inequality. So basically that means our rich people are the richest in the country and our poor people are the poorest in the country. So there's just a dichotomy between yeah. the wealthy and the not wealthy. But, yes, there is there is development. There is economic yeah craziness happening um money and hollywood is yeah. there too yeah yeah it's all happening so mm, interesting yeah. Yeah. how about like um just like crime in the city like do you feel safe walking around at night or like is there is it like is like the kind of like if you're late at work do you you need someone to like walk you to your car or you're like you're cool with it yeah you... um fortunately i park in a secure garage so but yeah um, <laughs> I know that, that was helps. just a for instance um but yeah yeah no I mean I think it's like anywhere there's like there's dangerous parts of the city where you know there's crime I mean there's like one area where like every everyone knows is where like mm. you know drugs that's like like any city like any city um, yeah. yeah but I mean we have like the Atlanta Police Department is like really great we have like a lot of safety initiatives like cameras and um I would feel relatively safe like walking around I've actually I'm in a leadership program and I've had the opportunity to like go around with like the firemen and the Mm. ambulance um and wait what tell me that no okay rewind (laughs) let's talk let's talk about that that sounds really cool so set the scene what the heck how long ago is this yeah so I like when you're in this leadership program for young professionals one of the things you get to do is like uh, they're called immersion activities so you can learn about is this part of your job or is this like a club thing that you joined it's like it's like related to my job but like my my job nominated me but it's really like kind of like any of the young professionals in town if you work for like some of the big companies in town like delta or UPS or something like you kind of get to send a representative. Keep going. What are some of the other, cause you mentioned Coca-Cola, but like Delta, yeah. UPS, what are some other big names? You said Home Depot. Home what Depot are some- is headquartered here. Delta, Chick-fil-A. Um, <laughs> yeah. Home- C- CNN is not anymore, right? They moved to New York well, or something. Turner. Yeah. Turner, Turner and CNN is here, but they got bought by AT&T. So Okay. I don't know what that's going to be. But yeah, CNN, Turner, like that's here. Um, yeah. Oh my God. There's like, there's so many more. Um, SunTrust was here, but they're going to relocate to Charlotte. So that's like a big loss. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, there's like, there's tons of, of Fortune 500 companies um, headquartered here. It's a good place to do business. Um, and I think we, we thought we would get Amazon, but. I'm kind of glad. We Sounds like nobody's getting Amazon. Yeah. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Um, yeah, but, um, okay. yeah. Okay. So, so tell anyway, me about, so, so, so then what? So yeah, all of me, me and these like corporate people get to like go behind the scenes in this leadership program. So like one day we went to the detention center, we talked to inmates, um, you know, about like what they're in for and like the criminal justice system. And then another thing you get to do is ride along with the, um, Grady, that's Grady Hospital, um, ambulance EMS, and you get to listen to the 911 calls and go around to different calls. Was it just um, you alone with the, with the EMS workers or was it like a, a gaggle of you like observing? Yeah. So the EMS is just you and the supervisor. So he like takes you around to different calls because he, he basically is the supervisor of all the EMTs that are on. That's what I meant. Yeah. EMT. Night. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll be like, oh, like, here's a, here's a call, like, you know, here's a, you know, 
seizure or something. And so we like drove to the seizure. Here's a car accident. We like drove to the car accident. But anyways, he took me around to like all the different neighborhoods and everything like that. And I mean, I think it's as safe as it can be, you know, people, you know, but even like, even in a not so great or even in a great Mm -hmm. neighborhood, there could be, there could be crime. Um, But it just gave me a lot of insight into like, you know, people that save our lives and like the things that they're responding to in the city. And like, of course, like I was like wanting to get to know like the, the EMTs, like what a day in the life was like, and like, they're Mm -hmm. really underpaid. No one respects them. Like, you know, society doesn't value them, but here they are like responding to critical calls and same with the firemen. Like, yeah, I know that a lot of firefighting is actually like, like, personal injury like people hurt uh, calls a lot a lot like it's fires but it's also just like the same thing that EMTs are doing like finding people who are just injured or things like that as well so yeah yeah they do a lot of that they also do like alarms anytime an alarm goes off in your building you have to have the fire truck go but um yeah those guys like they didn't even have toilet paper like in the station like that's something they have to pay for themselves so like I went to Costco after my ride along and I like thing of toilet paper but like that gives me insight into like the inner workings of city like the city and like that's a decision that the city could make to be like okay we're gonna like you know improve the quality of life or prioritize our first responders and like pay them more or you know Mm -hmm. I don't know give more money to to this and that so um yeah it was super super eye-opening and just crazy (laughs) And was that during the day or was it at night that you did that? I went at night. I think my yeah. my Grady shift, my ambulance shift was like 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. And my fire shift was like a 4 to 4 to midnight. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Were you ever scared at any moment? Um. No. I mean, we went to one call at, to, like, the Kroger where there was a woman kind of, like, hallucinating. Oh, um, wow. And I was just kind of scared. I just, like, I realized just, like, how much mental health, like, is probably at the root of, like, a lot of the, like, crime and issues and, you mm. know, incidents and stuff. But I, I wasn't scared. But I just, like, felt bad for her. Like, yeah, she was having, like, a really hard time. Um, And because they, I just, every call we went on, like, I was, like, I was kept kind of like away from right. stuff or like I wore a like vest and I like, you know, was not like a you real wore a vest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you wore like a vest. that's like, I'm like, I'm a civilian. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like a bulletproof vest. Okay. No. So you wore, like, yeah. No, like a crossing guard vest that was like neon yellow. That's like, I'm like with the band, but like not <laughs> in the band. <laughs> um, wow. That's but so yeah, cool. I mean, they're like we responded once to this like really drunk dude at a concert, and he passed out four times, and he was like refusing to go to the hospital, and like mm-hmm. the EMT. I was so impressed with them. They're like talking him, like they're like, we really care about you. Like you know, I don't yeah. want you to go home and die. And he's like, I know we're in Atlanta. Like there's probably like way worse stuff happening. Like, and you're here with me. But like they like every patient. They like really care about so like to the service men and women who are mm. listening to this thank yeah you. <laughs> yeah I agree thank you for your service yeah that's cool um cool and then like tell me more about like dog ownership in the city like are there are there cool like dog parks and stuff like that because I just know that like in New York and and other places there's just like pretty cool like dog scenes to go and take your pets and like let them run wild and stuff do you have opportunities like that or is it just kind of like normal park stuff yeah I think it's like more still like the normal park stuff um Mm -hmm. like I've not really heard of a lot of like dog friendly places like New York like like restaurants and stuff versus like well it's almost better that way honestly like people taking their dogs in places in Los Angeles is a little bit out of control like they just like have like free will they're like free free like They'll just go anywhere with their dogs, which can be kind of ridiculous at times. Yes. But we do not, we are not there yet here, but like you do, we do have like breweries where you can bring your dog. Um, mm-hmm. There's like pretty cool, like craft 
beer scene and um like that is allowable and like an outdoor patio and stuff but yeah no it's not like (laughs) yeah not a super dog friendly yeah yeah it's like it's so like I think wants to be like you know Uh yeah (laughs) um but but maybe not yet not there yet yeah um and there's like really no body of water there's no lake or anything around it's just like totally dry (laughs) yeah I mean there's lakes like about an hour north of the city is wow lake Lanier I think or and then like south is Lake Oconee but like no not in not not anywhere nearby no I mean there's the Chattahoochee River uh-huh. um <laughs> but you don't really mess with it but no yeah um I I don't really go there or anything so yeah I mean it's like it's pretty landlocked and like yeah there's no coast or or anything so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it it's is a real of, deal yeah yeah it's kind of it I miss I miss being near near water but I can't uh, it's yeah. like probably like Raleigh where there's like the Noose River but that was like kind of it right well you could go up to falls lake or to umstead lake or something but i mean i would take (laughs) i would take campers there to go swimming on the beach sometimes and that was like a nice cheap field trip day but um but it wasn't like i mean it was it was all right the water's like not the prettiest water in the world it's it's whatever but um all right well that's cool um okay so pet ownership home ownership commuting food I think we covered pretty good um and then like I feel like we touched on music a little bit but like is there any is there any like like specific Atlanta sound like isn't there like an awesome hip-hop culture in Atlanta that's like pretty influential across the board there yeah are, are there any like specific um music groups that like the residents of Atlanta are like super proud of yeah I mean yeah I feel like it's like you can't like the conversation about Atlanta is like the conversation about hip hop and rap and the cultural cultural capital and um I think yeah I mean Ludacris is from Atlanta is like kind mm-hmm. of a flagship artist um Usher from Atlanta got his start oh really there. I didn't yeah. know that um like TLC like back in the day like LaFace Records like that all comes from Atlanta um. Wow. Today is like Migos. Um, oh yeah. Big. <laughs> yeah. Um, two chains. Um, yeah. Right. So like yeah, we're really everyone is really proud of Atlanta artists and like the sound um, that Atlanta has created and like it's well. Just, and I remember Ti is also Atlanta too, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember an alum of Atlanta Public Schools and Killer Mike is an alum of Atlanta Public Schools. There you go. There yeah. You go. I just remember when Iggy Azalea was, like, popping off, and then there was this, like, kind of – she got very popular, and then there was this, like, if you're going to be, quote-unquote, woke, you should know that this is a lie, and she is, like, from Australia, and she is, you know, like, totally taking advantage of, like, Atlanta culture and and slang and all that kind of stuff to – perpetuate her brand but like she's this she's not at all from atlanta in any sort of way but she just like adopted that culture to to like make an image for herself which is which is pretty interesting actually but then yeah moving to north carolina like i did i worked in if you recall i worked in wilson which you did i did too Um, which is like, rough yeah, east of Raleigh, a little bit like on the rural side, and like I saw. I think we met. Of- we met like right, like we met. Yeah, we definitely met after I worked there, but you were still yeah. working there when we met. Yeah, yeah. And you were working at the school system there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like there was like it was poverty, but like a different kind of poverty. And then like mm-hmm. I don't know, just coming here is just like we talk about race, we talk about intergenerational poverty. Like it's just like. It's re- I'm so glad I moved here because now I just have an appreciation and like an open mind about like my privilege and then just like the plight of right you know, other folks and stuff. So I encourage everyone to move at least once, get out of your <laughs> comfort zone. Um, yeah, Atlanta's home for me now. I don't think I'll be moving again, but um, yeah, I'm good. Just, um, that's cool. That's good yeah. to hear. Like, yeah, this is what I'm after. Is just like the whole country is just I feel like I've been 
I've been to 49 out of 50 states now and like I've been all over and there's just so much goodness in all these different places. And then because I'm from California and I have, you know, grew up with family on the East Coast, of course, my life was very bicoastal. It's kind of skipping over everything else. But then as I grow older and I travel more, I learn more about it. But a lot of my peers and a lot of people, they never get the time to spend mm-hmm. in in between, you know, the quote unquote flyover, you know, states, which is crazy. You know, it's really unfortunate because there is so much craziness and amazingness and culture and all those things. And to hear something from you, you're from the DC area. And then you still, you know, you moved further South and you were like, okay, this is my home. It's going to stay my home. Like how refreshing is that? Like there's so there's yeah. more options out there. There's more to see. There's more to do. There's more places to go. A lot of us, when we go on trips, we go abroad or we go to Mexico or we go somewhere, you know, a warm beach, but there's lots of beautiful things and cities and great stuff to see just like right here in our own backyards. And just want to like encourage people to explore our own, our own country, you know, and yeah. like get to, get to know it better and get to know that like Atlanta is like, you know, a forward thinking city that is aware of its, you know, sketchy past, but like, and aware of its like current, current situation as well, but is like striving to do better, you know, like even still, <laughs> you know, even like, sure. That was like very apparent. Like when we lived in North Carolina, like Obama won the first election, you know, in North Carolina. And that was like crazy. And of course, like things have changed since then, but at least like we're still moving forward, I guess. Which is yeah. good to hear. Yeah, no, totally. There's like, there's like a great story that I'll just like say quickly that exemplifies that. But well, basically... yeah, take your, take your time. And then like, that'll, that'll wrap it up. So why don't we make this like the closing cool story so you can take yeah (laughs) so i guess um dr king won the nobel peace prize i don't know which year um, okay but i suspect it was in the you know early 60s before he was assassinated and um there was a dinner thrown in his honor um here in atlanta but um basically no one from the white community was like gonna was coming to the dinner like basically no one signed up to come to the dinner not even um, the jews not even one oh white no, jew like, i think the jews were there yeah they that doesn't count there. Yeah. we're not really white yeah <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> yeah but um the president of coca-cola at the time this just like goes to show like the intersection of like business and mm. um but the president of coca-cola basically said to the mayor like and to the community like we Atlanta needs us Atlanta needs Coca-Cola more than Coca-Cola needs Atlanta so Mm. y'all better get your asses to this dinner yeah your king yeah Um, and they all came and stuff so I just I love that story because it's just like when someone in a position of power like does what's right yeah um, you know it, it's it, it can helps be like really beautiful yeah mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. so i applaud mr woodruff like mm-hmm. he rests in peace mm-hmm. but um i try to like exemplify exemplify that as like the city like a citizen of atlanta mm-hmm. like what can i do to make this and showing better? up yeah and showing up and being present and like acknowledging people's successes when they deserve it is super important yeah so where's the where's your last state you need to go to? Alaska. Oh, I've been there. Oh, cool. Was it cool? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. There's like, I don't know, like, um, you know, there's opportunity to get up there, you know, for tour guiding or just my on my own. I have, um, I have friends that I met, you know, in my travels in Asia sailing that moved there, they're, they're a military couple. It's really cool. Wow. And they just move, they move there permanently and then, or I guess not permanently, but they live there right now, probably for the next year or so. And then, um, I have friends that, you know, have tour guided up there, but I haven't, I haven't made it up there. I never really Seattle or excuse me, Washington state was also one of my very last states because like I didn't have any friends there. And, um, it took me a really long time to get there and get there until my thirties. And then, you know, the other last one was Maine, of course, like way the heck out there. Yeah. So it's those really far reaching ones that are hard for me to get to, but yeah. yeah okay. I'll get well there. now you have a friend in Seattle because my parents moved there. What? They moved after like 30 years in Maryland, they moved to, it's called Bainbridge Island. It's like <gasps> an island off the coast of Seattle. Wow. Um, Have you been out there yet? Yeah, I've been twice. Yeah. I went um 
in September and then in Do you have family out there? They just were like lately fell in love with it and they're like, peace? Yeah. Those assholes (laughs) were like, oh, your daughter's like of marrying age. She might have a baby. Like your other daughter lives in New York. We're going to retire to like the farthest place we can think of. Like, wow. Yeah. But yeah, they really liked it. I'm happy for them. Whatever. (laughs) I'm not sure, but. Um, wish them well. It's beautiful. And, um, yeah, that yeah. sounds really nice. But that's another example. Like there's so much, they moved literally as far away as they could probably from where they started. Yeah. And it's still America and it's still beautiful. Yeah, that's right. It's beautiful. Lovely. Cool. <laughs> um, well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me about Georgia. It sounds like a very like dynamic place with a lot of, a lot of history and a lot of uh, interesting things yet to come for this, for the city and for the state. Um, and hopefully I'll be passing through there again at some point. Yeah. Who, who knows? Yeah. I, I'll try and make it out there. I love um, I'd love to see you too. And also I'm, you know, I'm here in LA right now at this exact moment. So <laughs> you know where to find me <laughs> for the next like three months. Yeah. <laughs> and then who knows what, but yeah, it's really nice out here and it started to warm up. It was it's been rainy and cold, but today it was kind of hot. And I think it's, I think the weather's about to really turn and it's just going to be like really nice and beautiful all the time yeah. again. I was there for a conference, let's see, like maybe like two Septembers ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, it actually was like really, really, really hot then, yep. but, um, I stayed downtown. It was like pretty cool being in yeah. downtown LA. Yeah. yeah. They've got like a whole art district. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really think I was going to end up hanging out downtown, but I've been there like three i've only been here for two months but i've been there three times already and i went to an art show i went rock climbing downtown and i went to like um a really fancy hotel bar for my friend's birthday where they held the very first academy awards so there were like all these old timey pictures on the walls and like very grandiose and they had the um the stairwell from like ghostbusters and like they had like a whole wall of like all the different movies that have been filmed there so it's fun and like i see celebrities around and that's like I like it. Like some of my peers are like, they're just like us. Like who cares who's these celebrities? And I'm like, no, I'm like, they're, they're celebrities for a reason. They're like pretty special people. So I do get to see them around. It's kind of cool, but yeah, so, so far so good, but yeah, open, open invitation. Thank thank you. Yeah. I do miss you. I want to hang out with you like more. (laughs) I miss you too. I'll be better. I'll be better about like my correspondence and yeah and stuff and this is fun this is fun and I like talking on the phone that's kind of why I'm doing this podcast because it's like I've like my listeners out there well you already know this but I feel you know I have been traveling so much for the past few years and you make these amazing connections and then and then what then you're like okay bye forever like that's that's unfortunate and I want to like inch like just scratch a little bit away at that and just make myself available to my my friends that I've met traveling and then also like document like some of the some of our lifestyles and what's going on in our lives at this exact moment you know just to like just a little check-in I think it's a great idea cool all right well thanks again thanks for representing Georgia and um, I'm gonna sign off (laughs) have a good night bye bye If you liked our show, please subscribe to the Across State Lines podcast on iTunes. If you want to check out the show on YouTube, you can find a link to our YouTube channel at the show's official Instagram. That's instagram.com forward slash USA podcast. And our official website is acrossstatelines.podbean.com. There you can find an XML feed for our show. The opening music for the show is titled As I Figure... It's by Kevin McLeod and was downloaded from Incompetech.com. It's licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Thank you for listening.